0: Even in the age of magic, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories.
1: to Very Random Encounters, a show where we played pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other stuff of legend. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Travis.
2: I'm Lee.
0: I guess I'm going now, so I'm Greg. (laughs) And
1: I'm Logan! (laughs) There's a very long discussion before (sighs) the recording formally began, wherein Logan... Uh, officially requested to be the final name, and Greg is not very happy about it. Well, too bad I beat him in combat fair and square.
0: Oh, you did not, you big liar. <laughs> Don't even.
1: So before we get into the first scene of Fair Random Encounters Colon Fellowship, we have a few more things to take care of. Namely, I have a character sheet now, Uh, And also, we need to establish the bonds between your characters. Now that you've had a week to think about who your characters are, we'll be able to say who they are to each other. Let's start with uh, my character sheet, though, because we figured that off-air, and there were a few things that it told us that kind of informed some character history. So uh, we can start with that. Uh, I, as the overlord of this game, the the villain, I have a character sheet as well. Uh, My... A uh, shortened name, I have a longer full name, but my shortened name is Kalarin the Jealous One. And let's see, what about me is, is quite relevant? Um, I have an army of titans. Uh, I have cold eyes. I'm impossibly buff. Um, <laughs> I want to watch the world burn. Um, there's a secret thing I can't say. And... <laughs> oh, my weapon is my bare hands, which are able to crush stone or pierce metal. Ooh, uh, and I rolled the following bonds with the players, uh, Janro, which is Greg's character, uh, for Janro, my bond is Janro knows the details of my previous defeat. Greg, do you want to explain why she know why, like, uh, what we kind of talked about of why she w- might know about my previous defeat?
0: Yeah, so my character has taken on the name and title and history of the hero of the halflings Janro Rall. And so the previous Janro was there for for the beatdown, maybe, whatever we decide it was. Uh and so <laughs> right. was there for the defeat or possibly was part of the defeat. And so Yeah, it was I've,
1: maybe part of the previous a previous fellowship that yeah. defeated.
0: And so I've inherited that story and that name, so I know the story, at least the story that I was told of Jan Rose's participation in that event.
2: Perfect. Uh, That's some real Gregory Hayden shit right there. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) I'll just say my name again. It's Calarin, just so that the listener can get that built into their brains. Calarin, they and them pronouns for Calarin. Their bond with Itho. Am I pronouncing that right, Logan? I was saying Etho. Etho. I love it.
3: But she may, like, the original pronunciation probably is I, though, but she mm-hmm. she calls herself Etho.
1: I love that detail. Um, <laughs> so my bond with Etho is Etho was once my friend, uh, but Logan, we kind of had an interesting idea uh, of a way to interpret that that is maybe even more fun, which mm-hmm. involves uh, my overlord perhaps being one of the... Dragons that is uh relate that is has some relation to your spirit dragon. Do, did we figure out what that was? I mean, no, <laughs> we haven't figured <laughs> okay, that's that fine. out yet. That's fine, but I mean that like, do you know much about your spirit dragon already?
3: I know some stuff. I wouldn't say much, but I know sure. he he's more of like a teacher to Etho. Etho's sort of reluctant to learn. Generally, she doesn't really understand why she has to do any of the stuff that. Ziggy says. um Also, I named the dragon. Also, dragons have really long names. So, Etho's full name is Etho Inu Ini Iziothorth. Sorry. I can't remember it. Neither can Etho. <laughs> and then, Ziggy's full name is Ziggites Izugonth Zikizil Zroin, the Hungry Lord of
1: Ice. That's also why I said kalarin isn't. Uh, kalarin the Jealous One is not my full name. Logan, uh, Generate as as the lore master of the dragons. Logan generated (laughs) me a full dragon name, which is Kalaren, Siozakynth, Carololith, Capedu, the Jealous One. (laughs) Uh, Which is great, but it's just Kalaren for short, (laughs) or Kalaren the Jealous One if you want to be a little more formal. Amongst friends. Uh, Amongst friends, like Ziggy. (laughs) We can flesh out that history later. Finally, my bond with uh, Layla, which is sort of the nickname we've given Lee's character. My bond there is, I have fought Layla before, and I left a wound upon them. It burns in my presence. I can't remember. Did we discuss what that was, Lee?
2: No, we did not.
1: Do you have ideas? Or if if not, we can figure that out in the future.
2: Well, now that I know that your weapon is your bare hands. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. I just heard a story. (laughs) This is oh, no. out of control. But this lady um, was like, her husband was in the Marines and like taught her a bunch of self-defense stuff. And she and her friend had like just left a club one night at like 2 a.m. or something. And she turned around away from her friend for like two seconds. And some guy like rocked up in a taxi and was trying to pull her friend into the taxi. Wow. And she was like, what are you doing? And he said, oh, my girlfriend's really drunk. I'm just trying to get her home. And she's like, In her head, she's like, fuck, that's my best friend. Like, she doesn't, what do you, know? this isn't, but she didn't say anything. She just, like, grabbed his trachea and squeezed until he stopped. (laughs) Whoa. And it was the most badass story I've ever heard. And I feel like maybe you grabbed my trachea. and. You know,
3: this has repercussions on your voice. For this character.
1: Just out there. Well, listen,
2: my real actual voice is different than it used to be because I had whooping cough in college and I coughed it Mm. till it got scar tissue and now it's a different voice. So,
3: you talk about your goldfish memory a lot, but I definitely do not remember what old Lee voice sounded like. Well, I don't
2: remember either, but it was just less gravelly, (laughs) and, you know, it's just deeper now and it gets rough easy.
3: (laughs) The world will never know.
2: We'll never know.
1: Okay, um, now that we have all of that out of the way, do we think that it makes more sense to, at this point, choose your own bonds with each other? Should we do the VRE thing and randomly roll them, or do we feel there are, at this point, which I'm kind of leaning towards, maybe there are too many random elements already, and it's time to sort of narrow them in and, and make precise choices to sort of hone our... Character relationships in, but if if y'all want, what do you, what what's the room's thoughts on that?
0: So this is the bond between our characters,
1: right? Yeah.
2: So like the the list of bonds that's on my character sheet is that the same for everybody or is it just no? It's different, all different
1: for each class, yeah. Hmm. For each playbook, rather.
0: I mean, I feel like oh. like given our story is and everything, random would make it really disjointed.
1: I agree. Yeah,
3: Yeah, it would feel like a, this would feel like a literal Mad Libs. It would be Mad Libs.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Um, I mean, just like looking at mine right now, I don't, I don't want to have to pick randomly. There's some that I would not want to have.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the first one on my sheet fits for Etho. What's that? Which is Etho really enjoys the finer things in life. (laughs) Yeah, I'm,
3: yeah, I'm eater of all. She really does enjoy eating.
1: Yeah. I just realized we have an all, we have an all woman fellowship. That's so great. That was great. Whoop,
3: whoop. Powerful women.
2: Oh, man. Okay. So, yeah, I like m- m- one of mine is once helped me with a hunt, and I know we shall hunt again. I like that one for me and Etho. That's cool.
3: Whoa. That really fills in some gaps for Etho, too, for both of those things. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a foodie, and I like to hunt.
2: Yeah. Well, I've got
3: to hunt for my food. The most the rarest dishes come from, like, you can't just go order those at a store, of course. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Another thing about my character, I guess we would have talked about in the last episode, but, well, I know, and on the last episode, we mentioned that I could have either two birds or two wolves or one of each, and I did Mm -hmm. decide to have one of each. So I have a wolf, and it's a very, like, angular, scrawny, like, scruffy looking, like, you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, that's going to eat me. That is not... Okay, that is the scariest thing I've ever seen. But turns out it's the sweetest, most I want tummy rubs and I love everybody wolf that you'll ever meet Aww. in your life. And uh, I forgot what his name is already. Oh, her name. That's She's fine. Daisy. Her name's Daisy.
1: <laughs>
2: Aww. And my bird is a Philippine eagle, which please take a moment and Google that. Because it's, great.
0: <laughs> it's it's very good.
2: And his name is Kyle. Oh, so.
3: that's a good name for an eagle.
0: Yeah,
2: especially also the, the eagle.
3: Philippine, Philippine eagle is a good eagle for an huh? eagle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this thing is great. It's very, it's, it's very, very good. Hair, like how? Okay, what is? What are the times when the hair is up, and what are the times when the hair is down? Is it like is a no nonsense bird when the hair is down, <laughs> and when the when it's fucking party time, hair no, is up? No, no,
2: no, that's the opposite. If okay. the hair is up, you better not fucking talk to Kyle. <laughs> okay. Kyle's in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if, if, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and if hair is down, it's like it's relaxed time. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's let his hair down, you know.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Got oh God, I love that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, by the way, your your book, I think your playbooks, I think say like you have you start with four bonds with your the rest of your fellowship which includes your companions we don't have to get into what bonds you might have with the npc companions just as long as we have one so y'all for this session y'all will each have two one for each player so it sounds like we have a few so far let's see if we can fill in the rest
3: do i not get ziggy
1: you do right so like lee will get two bonus ones for her two yeah. Pats. So it'll essentially, so Lee will have like six, because there'll be a, like a lot of people in your. Lee Earth.
2: has a lot, because I also have a companion.
1: Right. So you'll get a whole laundry list of them. We'll figure that out. But for right now, we just need to figure out your bonds with the actual oh, players.
3: Man. But is I it... do know, I do know the Ziggy one, if you want me to say, because I know sure. for sure. sure for for fucking, I often bicker with Ziggy, but we would not last long without each other.
1: Well, <laughs> cool. and just to hammer in names for the audience, Ziggy is your dragon. Your spirit dragon guide.
3: Yes, and I think I said his full name as Zigates, but I want to pronounce it Zigates. Cool. And I think that's what Caloran would would call him.
0: Right. So, Lee, what's your character's nickname again?
2: Layla, like the song. Okay. Layla. So
0: I have I have two <laughs> choices for Layla that I'm trying to decide which we think is better. One is okay. I have mesmerized Layla with my stories. Or Pretty two. Good.
1: I will never lie to Layla.
2: Ooh. Mm, I like that second one.
1: Yeah, second one's pretty good. And we can figure out why either now or later, whatever we think. There's like a history there that, you
2: know. I did want to say my companion is a person, and I think it's like a really important relationship, and it's in my intro. She's my twin sister.
3: Cool. Whoa.
2: Yeah, but she's a shadow, so like.
3: Oh, yeah. She's the tether. I'm not going to see her. Everybody's seen us, right?
2: (laughs)
1: No, no, I haven't.
3: Okay, well, she's not the tethered. She'd be trying to kill anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I think that means we just need what we, there's like two more that we need, right? I is... I haven't
3: done either of mine with the pl-
1: with the PCs. Okay,
3: go begin. These are hard to do though. So I have like I once saved blank's life. Seems like a good one that we want to hone in on. Is that does that feel like the right one?
2: Could be. Well, if we went on a hunt together, we could have gotten into some trouble.
3: Oh, hey. There you go. It fills itself in. So, Layla. I want to save Layla's life. There's an. I deeply admire Blank's power. Does General have a bunch of power? It seems like she does.
0: She sounds um, powerful.
2: That intro was is a powerful history.
0: I have a powerful history. I'm much more sneaky, clever than anything. Like We have the, the whole history of survival, ma- mainly. Also, we have the power of food. Like super great food that nobody else <laughs> yeah.
3: has, well, see as a character with zero grace, negative one sense, and all, my only solution is to punch things, I admire a lot of those powers, so
1: what is what is the what's the wording of that bond? It's
3: I deeply admire Jan Rose's power,
1: so it seems like we still need one f- from Layla for Itho. is that correct?
2: No, mine with itho is oh, sorry. the my the hunt, so I need one with right. Genro. With
1: Janro, sorry.
2: Oh, me too, Janro. Okay. Oh, one of mine is uh, the entire family line is respected by the elves. That's a good one.
0: If you respect my entire, since, like, your family could know the name that I chose. They're like, they outlive you. So they because know.
1: classically do live for mm-hmm. forever or whatever.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible that you know, because there's been multiple Janros throughout
2: yeah, what if you are like, the past yeah, couple of I Janros? I like, lots of Janros, yeah. And then you
3: can say a quote, like, you're my favorite, Janro. <laughs> and then, like, Janro two times ago would never have done that.
1: That'll be the brilliant arc that will tie the season together. I'm glad we figured it out the first episode. I'm glad we got all the tears out of the way right now. Aw.
2: <laughs>
1: so I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to read through (laughs) just how I wrote them down, uh, just so the audience has a quick, succinct uh, reading of all of these bonds. And correct me if I have any of these incorrectly. Janro will never lie to Layla. Janro knows that Itho enjoys the finer things in life. Itho once saved Layla's life. Itho deeply admires Janro's power. Layla once hunted with Itho. And Layla and the elves respect Janro's family lineage.
3: Yeah. Sounds right to me. Cool.
0: Cool. And then I added my companions. Uh, Lenora the chef respects me, and I respect them too. And Mock, my my brave Mok, has my back when things get tough out there.
3: Great. To reiterate my Ziggy one, I often bicker with Ziggy, but we would not last long without each other.
1: Our first scene takes place uh, at a coronation. So some of you might be in attendance as diplomats or representatives of your people depending on your character's stature or you might just be in the audience in attendance i'm the only dragon and the only human fuck (laughs) y'all someone's like i don't know why you needed to (laughs) get very antagonistic about it very quickly Uh, that's
3: just why she feels like she's very important she's the last of two peoples i get two votes right
1: (laughs) (sighs) You're at a coronation for. Uh, coronation is the wrong term. Sorry, it's not someone who's being uh, like crowned into royalty. It's that royalty is conferring uh, a position of sort of like head general to to someone new and head general for the orcs, because this is the orkish kingdom of Eskia, That position is is very important. The orkish kingdom is very small, so this is like it's a big deal for a very small country, um, if that makes sense. So. Maybe not a big deal to you if you're one of the delegates here, but it's like a big deal for the for the orcs who do live here. And so the orcish queen, Antonia Marula. Love that name. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I I randomly generated it myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she wears like, oh shoot, it's not sequins. What are the what are they called? Where they're sort of like dangly shiny gems you might find on like a grandma's lampshade. You know. It's. I'm like, wait, is it a beaded dress? Yeah, it's it's like a beaded. It's like hangy beads. Yeah, they're like hangy beads that are like more oblong than your typical just like circle bead. Uh, And so those are sort of hanging, those sort of drape off uh, her dress as the bottom of that dress drapes onto uh, the ground and and they are uh, clear beads that are on top of that purple cloth of her dress. And so it really catches the light and it sort of magically illuminates the like the dais that she's standing on um, in that same purplish color. Uh, and her voice again is, is her voice also is magically amplified so that the everyone who's there can hear. As uh, she begins to begin the ceremony, she once everyone has sat down, she introduces herself. And she continues and she points to the delegates who are in attendance also on the dais with her and also to this sort of uh, like a stone tablet that is affixed to uh, the cliffside that marks the, the side of this uh, platform that she's on. And there are a bunch of different trinkets on that tablet that are like carved into that tablet that represent each of the allies of the nation of ASKIA, for which there is one delegate on stage. Uh, representing each uh, in your case either you are representing two because you're representing the human kingdom that was uh, once allied with uh, the orcish kingdom and also the dragons who were allied with the orcs at one time do they take me seriously i think they take you seriously in the sense that they take your history seriously they probably wouldn't take your advice on foreign policy but they would respect that you have a lot of history in you can everybody see my ghost? You tell me.
3: I think, I think there has to I think you have to have like made a connection with me before you can see my ghost.
1: That makes sense. Each of the the trinkets that's lit up, as I mentioned, is connected to that culture, so I'm going to go around the room um, and ask whoever has an idea first what that illuminated trinket in that stone tablet is that represents your people, and you can just tell me what it looks like and, and what, it, what it is.
3: Hold on. I'm Googling some trinket generators.
1: <laughs> is is what I'm describing make sense that it's sort of like representational of all their allies? Yeah.
3: Representational of my people's allies?
1: Of allies of Eskia. So Eskia, being the orcish kingdom, is allied with each of your people. They're very, like, the orcs are very diplomatic. They have good relations with basically everyone. And as a result, they have, in, in these uh, gatherings where they bring in people from all these different peoples, they display this stone tablet that has trinkets representing those good relationships that they have Okay. with each of those peoples.
2: Oh my gosh. I just generated a silver chain from which a mummified elf finger <laughs> hangs. Oh my goodness. Whoa. From which hangs a mummified elf hang- finger. <laughs> Pretty on the nose there. <laughs> that was, That's good. That was, that was the first one. And then I accidentally got off of it and I had to make up what it said again, but that is what it said. Yes. <laughs>
3: I'm <laughs> oh I'm a rope necklace not, I couldn't remember what it said just that it true. was a
2: necklace a rope necklace from which dangles four mummified elf fingers Jesus I love that that's great yeah and
1: are you are you the delegate of the elves I guess I don't know how important Layla is to oh, the elves
2: no 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 <laughs> that's what I figured but I wanted to ask <laughs> yeah I think the delegates there are like, how did she end up here? What is happening? <laughs>
3: Why is she even <laughs> at the meeting?
2: Yeah, and I think it's probably
1: it's probably not the the highest, I don't know if if the in your mind the elves have king or queen. Actually, you tell I, I'm not supposed to do this. You tell me, <laughs> do you think it's do you think it's like a king or a queen or something they sent or is it like a lower level?
2: No, it's the oldest matriarch in our family line. Or not my family line, but like it's just whoever's elf. the oldest is the. Those generally, yeah. yeah.
3: Whoa, that's cool. That is cool. Who's uh, who's up next? I have a brass orb etched with strange runes, and I'm taking that to mean that Etho does not understand those runes, so she's trying to talk with Ziggy to like sort of translate what they mean. Cool. <laughs> but just holding it up. We didn't really go into what those fingers meant so I guess we don't have to go into what the brass orb meant but she is just checking with me, like what does
1: all this mean I don't understand any of this stuff. Greg what about you?
3: Ours
0: is basically it's a jar with a golden spoon in it <laughs> hmm. That's great and I'm, I'm definitely representing my nation which is slightly scandalous <laughs> because I was supposed to take my mother's name and I didn't.
1: Ah, uh, there are definitely murmurs in the crowd because I think Eskia is probably far enough away that maybe some people haven't heard yet. Yeah, and this is the first they have heard that you took the name Janro, um, and that's as you mentioned, scandalous.
2: Yes,
0: because I'm introduced, and I'm not introduced with my mom's name.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that I love that. That's how it goes. I think Antonia is is going down the line, and you know she's just introduced. Whomever from the Knowles, and then she continues. Queen Antonia continues, and our representative of the Halflings, the newly dubbed General Rarl, and their horrible <laughs> murmurings <laughs> from the crowd as she continues and goes through everyone. I think she gives a beautiful history explaining all of the trinkets and how they represent the strong bonds between the Orcish people and that uh, and and that other uh, um, people. Um. Yes. Yes. I. Uh,
3: I only got to like. I noticed there's only the dragon one, but what about the human one? You don't have anything up there. So do you need do you need me to provide one, or what? Um, we're just forgetting about humans. Or why do
1: you think there wouldn't be a human one?
3: Why? Ooh, shit! Because we're all dead. Like I don't count. I think uh, nobody views me as a human. They all view me as a dragon. Mm,
1: uh, she says. Oh, I'm. Um, I think I think like the crowd. I think some people in the crowd. Who laugh, maybe like are laughing to themselves, like, oh, this little one and Queen Antonia is one of the people who like she's she's going to remain she's going to be very respectful of you, she's not going to patronize you in that way. So she says it would be an, would be an honor, honor for us to put back the emblem of our relationship with the human, human kingdom, kingdom that that was, was lost, lost. That, would that would be a, a, a great service and a great honor to the people of Eskia. We should, we should meet afterwards and decide what the most meaningful gesture would be. I very much appreciate uh, that insight.
3: Th- thank you. I think she was being kind of like precocious at, at the mm-hmm. beginning, but like now that somebody's taken it very seriously, she's taking it seriously as well. And with all of our guests
1: introduced, it is my privilege to present to all of them. My next head general, and this is a most, and this is me speaking, this is a mostly ceremonial position, given that Asgia is, is so, they're, they're not warlike at all. They, they're very, very neutral, but it's sort of this like ceremonial position um, that represents like the strength of peace, like how, how peace has a certain strength and, and power to it. So sort of peacetime needs a general uh, for that reason. So she continues, and, and it, it is, is my, my great, great honor, honor to welcome to, welcome to the, the, the stage... stage soon to be general Theophilus wessels and the crowd applauds and theophilus walks up as that is happening i though you notice that the runes on your trinket are changing to different runes
3: um what is uh ziggy what does this mean what
1: i think you're ziggy right
3: <laughs> yeah but i uh, mean like you yeah. you started
1: this <laughs> right no <laughs> They are changing to the name of a dragon that Ziggy recognizes, uh, and that dragon's name is uh, quite long, but shortened. It is Calarin, the jealous one. That is the sigils of Seal
3: secret. I, like, at this point, does Ziggy have any feelings about Calarin?
1: That, again, is is for you to decide. We know we were once friends, the implication of we were once friends to me implies not anymore. Right, um, yeah. And and given uh Janro's bond with me, it seems like I've tried to wreck shit before yeah. <laughs> because I needed to have been stopped before. Um, I think that probably, like, given what I know, given that one of my agendas on my playbook is I want to watch the world burn, uh, which the description of that is fill the world with strange and painful events. Oof. Yeah, I think that I caused a great amount of misery in mm-hmm. uh, in your world. So I can guess what Ziggy would feel, but yeah. Can
3: can I posit that uh the Genros like whoever is Genro is Genro. You're not like Genro the 15th. But there's like a retroactive like when you pass on the mantle, you become Genro the whateverd or something like that, Greg. Like, so I can refer to a previous Genro. That's why I need
0: to... <laughs> oh, probably, I think, like, the descriptor, like, I'm Rarl, which probably means there's probably some
1: sort of numbering system. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, okay. So, I pulled up Kinos on a halfling generator, if we like that. Q-U-I-N-O-S.
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. I thought they were defeated
3: by General Kinos but this points to a different sort of thing that may have happened
2: the camera pans to Layla, and she her whole face is turned bright red and she's clutching at her neck because it hurts
1: yeah what does that feel what does it feel it just it says that your neck burns but
2: yeah so it it just feels tight and like everything my skin from the bottom of my neck up through my head, like just like flash flushes red, and I just feel like a tight burning kind of sensation. I think, oh, hold on. I think this is also the first time it's happened. This is the first time I've been in the same room. Oh, right. With them since the fight. So that would make sense. How, yeah. do, how do you feel about that? Well, oh, I think I panic a little bit because I don't know what's happening, but I'm like, it immediately brings me back to that moment where they had grabbed my neck in the fight. And, like, I'm kind of just like, it takes my breath away for a second. And then when it's over, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no.
1: <laughs> you hear it first. It's one of those sounds that's just on the cusp, just on the lower cusp of the ability, at least for humans to hear. I guess I don't know um, about all of the species here present. Uh, but but for the, the one human <laughs> who's here... Um, it is on the lower register of what you're able to hear. It's that those sounds that you do feel more than you can hear, but you can still hear them. Thoom. 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 And it slows as a dragon swoops down. And right as uh, Queen Antonia uh, was was about to... Sorry, right after she called General Theophilus... Uh, to the stage. The dragon swoops down. The crowd is is shouting. People are already starting to run because this is terrifying. And the dragon swoops down and grabs General Theophilus. And as General Theophilus is carried off of screen, we get a better glimpse at, we get a better glance at the dragon. Calarian is a giant dragon, but wears like a fur coat, uh, like an iridescent fur coat that makes them the type of beautiful that is terrifying, the type of beautiful that tells you this is dangerous, this can kill me very quickly, swiftly, uh, and gorgeously. <laughs> um Cruella de Vil. Yes, yes, that is a very good touch point. And as Kaleran flies off, they shout, the name of a place not too far from here. Shrine of Destinies!
2: Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide and links to everyone's Twitter. Our email is hi at VRE.show. Also, if you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. It's super helpful and lets us know what you like about the show. You can tell a friend about the show and also we have a Patreon if you'd like to support us. We release learning episodes on there. And we also have another podcast where we talk about a random topic. So if those sound interesting to you, check us out at patreon.com slash VRE.
3: Hey, I want to do a thing. Can I be last? I mean, I know that like traditionally, I can't be last because you have to
1: go after me. But I want to be, and I'm Logan for a season. Greg already did, and I'm Greg.
2: This is very random encounters, Travis.
1: That's true. (laughs) How dare you? Yeah, I I guess all I guess all I'm saying is you're gonna have to take it from Greg's cold, dead hands.
0: How dare you?